Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents What is the Impact of COVID-19 on Other Diseases? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal The Lancet, published on July 13, 2020. Research conducted by the Working Group for the Effects of COVID-19 on HIV, TB, and Malaria from the Medical Research Council Center for Global Infectious Disease Analysis at Imperial College London. See the full list of authors in the accompanying PDF. Read by Miranda Wilson. Abstract. The new coronavirus has spread almost everywhere on our planet. Governments have taken various measures to try and control the disease. Many of us are in lockdown and lots of schools and businesses are closed. Some people have lost their jobs. These and other measures have consequences for other diseases as well. We wanted to assess what impact the coronavirus epidemic would have on three other current epidemics, HIV, tuberculosis, or TB, and malaria. These three diseases are a major threat, especially in poorer countries. We created mathematical models to estimate how the measures against COVID-19 are impacting people with these other diseases. Unfortunately, we found that deaths could increase by 10% for HIV, 20% for TB, and 36% for malaria. Our results show that governments should continue with the most important actions that help prevent and treat these three diseases. Introduction. Are you studying from home? Closing schools is just one of the measures many countries have taken in their struggle against the new coronavirus epidemic. You probably know that the goal of these actions is to reduce the number of deaths from this new disease. They also aim to make it possible for healthcare systems to look after all the patients with severe COVID-19. However, the actions against the epidemic are having and will continue to have extra consequences. The COVID-19 epidemic could cause real difficulty for people who already have other diseases or are at risk of catching them. Many people can't or won't go to the doctor to seek care. Others can't receive the medicine they need. Labs can't diagnose these other diseases in time, and healthcare workers can't deliver the things people need to keep them safe. This leads to more infections and delayed treatment, which can be fatal in some cases. We wanted to investigate the impacts of the epidemic on three major health problems, HIV, TB, and malaria. Are the strategies against COVID-19 making it worse for patients with these diseases? Are healthcare systems able to take care of them? Doctors usually diagnose TB with a chest x-ray, but if a patient cannot go to the hospital, the diagnosis will be delayed, making the disease harder or even impossible to treat. In this image, you can see a doctor looking at a chest x-ray by holding it up to the light. Methods. To help us find those answers, we created mathematical models which describe different scenarios for the COVID-19 epidemic in lower-income countries. No action, there are no measures against the COVID-19 epidemic. Mitigation, countries take measures to reduce the coronavirus reproduction number by 45% for six months. The reproduction number is also known as R0, or the average number of people one infected person will infect. Short-term suppression, countries take measures to reduce the reproduction number by 75% for two months. And long-term suppression, countries take measures to reduce the reproduction number by 75% for one year. 
We then made assumptions about the consequences of these measures on the health programs against these other three diseases. HIV, 25 to 100% of people newly infected with HIV won't be able to start their therapy. 2 to 50% of the current patients won't be able to continue their therapy and prevention might be unavailable. For TB, diagnosis rates will decrease by 25 to 50%, treatment will be delayed, and prevention might be unavailable. For malaria, 25 to 50% of patients won't receive treatment, and prevention might be unavailable. We applied these models to two different regions for each disease, one where the disease is more common and one where it is less common. So at what point do we consider these three diseases very prevalent or common, and at what point do we consider them a bit less prevalent, although still significant? These are the scenarios we used which reflect real-world countries. For HIV, very prevalent means 200,000 people per million adults have HIV, whereas prevalent means only 90,000 people per million have the disease. For TB, very prevalent means 5,200 people per million have TB, whereas prevalent means 450 people per million have the disease. For malaria, very prevalent means 400,000 cases per million people, whereas prevalent means 7,000 cases per million people. Results. First, we used our model to estimate how many people would die in lower income countries due to COVID-19 in the four different scenarios. You can see the results of the model in Figure 1 showing deaths due to COVID-19 under each epidemic scenario. The graph shows time or date on the x-axis from April 2020 to April 2021, and the deaths due to COVID-19 per million people can be seen on the y-axis. A no-action scenario is represented by the dark orange line, mitigation by the light orange line, short-term suppression by the dark purple line, and long-term suppression by the light purple line. Can you see how the no-action and short-term suppression scenarios are different in this graph? We also tried to work out what problems the different scenarios could cause. We then used these data to estimate how many extra deaths there would be due to HIV, TB, and malaria under each scenario. Table 1 shows the combined data. Here in Table 1, you can see the number of deaths per million people in the population due to COVID-19 under the different scenarios and the problems they could cause. Additional deaths per million people for a five-year period due to HIV, TB, and malaria are also in the table. In the table, the four different scenarios can be found in the leftmost column arranged from least strict to most strict policy. The next column shows that deaths due to COVID-19 are highest in the no-action and short-term suppression scenarios, just like the graph in Figure 1 showed. The next column indicates expected problems associated with each scenario. For a no-action scenario, there would be six weeks of overwhelmed healthcare systems. For a mitigation scenario, there would be disrupted measures against other diseases and a heavy burden on health systems. For a short-term suppression, there would be two months of disruptions and then six weeks of overwhelmed healthcare systems. And in the long-term suppression scenario, there would be 12 months of disruptions and then no burden on the healthcare systems. The next three columns show information about additional deaths due to HIV, TB, and malaria. 
For all three diseases, you can see that deaths are higher in cases where the disease is more prevalent. For HIV, the scenario resulting in the most additional deaths would be the no-action and the short-term suppression scenarios, whereas for TB, the scenario resulting in the most additional deaths would be the mitigation and long-term suppression scenarios. These differences will be explained in the discussion. For malaria, in all scenarios and settings, additional deaths happen only in 2020. There are no additional malaria deaths for the following four years, assuming that the COVID-19 pandemic is over and governments resume their malaria control measures. Discussion. The impacts of the new coronavirus will go much further than the initial responses to this one disease. Our models show that HIV could take 10% more lives over the next five years because of the COVID-19 epidemic. This is mainly because some people may not get anti-HIV therapy during the pandemic. As for TB, extra deaths may increase by 20%. The main reason would be delayed diagnosis and thus treatment. The impact of COVID-19 on malaria is slightly different. This mosquito-borne disease might take 36% more lives because of the coronavirus epidemic. Under coronavirus epidemic conditions, governments might not be able to distribute bed nets and mosquito-killing chemicals, usually sprayed on household walls. Without these essential prevention techniques, deaths will rise. We assume, though, that once the epidemic is over in 2021, governments will resume giving out bed nets and spraying the chemicals, so there would be no extra deaths from 2021 to 2024. These indirect impacts of the COVID-19 epidemic sound scary, but they are only predictions. We believe health services and governments can take action to avoid these extra deaths. For HIV, it's important that every patient can continue to access therapy. For TB, it's important that the disease can still be diagnosed promptly. And for malaria, mosquito populations must be controlled using the same measures. Conclusion. Mathematical models are a very useful tool in science. Still, we have to keep in mind that they can't tell the future and different outcomes are always possible. We shouldn't forget the threat of other diseases during the COVID-19 pandemic. You can support the fight against malaria, TB, and HIV by donating, raising money, or petitioning for local or international charities that combat these diseases. Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.